When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a brand new month. Welcome to November as we welcome back the man who's looking... Refreshed, even more <laughs> handsome than he was when he left this damn country. Donovan Bailey running things. Jason Portwando alongside Mr. Bailey. And um, yeah, y- y- I know that you suffered a bit of an injury playing ball last Ouch, night. Yeah. But overall, you're looking pretty healthy. You're looking really good. Thank you, boss. I mean, this is, uh, you know, the last the last two episodes. We, we try to do it um, from when I, whilst I was in Jamaica, yep. Uh, the Kingston one worked out fine. The Montego Bay one up in the hills uh, didn't work out so well. But te- the technology there, I mean, there's certainly some suffering uh, for that incredible view or suffering for paradise. So I guess we have to deal with that. But yes, I'm feeling very recharged. I feel, uh, you know, I feel I got a little bit of color. You know, I got I got got a little bit more chocolate. I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah. a, a lot of people think black people don't tan. Oh my God, I burn all the time. Exactly, I burn all the time. I mean, and I've actually had some uh, damage, uh, skin damage to my face. I mean, when we were when I was training, for instance, Jason. I mean, you know, uh, first of all, it's very necessary for everybody to put. Um, Ex- I'm glad you said that because black people are <laughs> under this misnomer that right. they don't have to wear sunscreen. It's very necessary for everyone to wear sunscreen. Exactly, because skin Even more so for black people. Yeah, because skin uh, the, the 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 sun obviously has less adverse effect on on a on a black person than it does on anybody else. Uh, but yeah, it is very necessary. But I, I'm not. Uh, I, I I you know this is one of those situations where I'm not gonna. I'm not going to preach uh, because uh, I, am, I am definitely guilty um, most days of not leaving the house uh, and putting some sunscreen on. But yeah, you know what? Jamaica was great. Uh, got some amazing food, got to see some family, uh, got some business done. And uh, now I'm back. So I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're back as well. That first segment brought to you by Copper Tone. So if uh, anybody <laughs> out there wants to, you know, be a part of this program, you can be a part of it in so many different ways. Like, share, follow, subscribe, download, check out your podcast provider, whoever it may be, you will find Donovan Bailey running things. Last week, you and I touched on the World Series, differing opinions. I said right. Philadelphia. You say Houston right now. Right. We're still at a, a deadlock. It's now down to a best of five going into game three recently, yeah. washed out in Philly. But here's a stat that I heard, and I was just blown away when I heard it. For the first time since 1950, not one, not one U.S.-born black player on either team. Big deal? No deal. What's your take? You know what? Um, 
I actually don't even, don't think it's a deal. I, you know what? Uh, here's what happens. Baseball, as we know, um, you know, it's widespread. It's throughout the Caribbean. It's in it's in Asia. I mean, it's everywhere. Yep. I mean, it's yep. also Global it's also sure. yeah, and it's also a sport that you can you can play as long as you have your equipment, you can play that anywhere. I mean, you don't you hand eye coordination, running the bases. Uh, so no, it doesn't surprise me, Jason, that that there are that there are athletes uh, around the world i mean they, you, you know obviously in america maybe in north america or america and canada um, you know some of the players are just kind of take take things for granted uh, you know but uh, if you know if you're in the dominican republic or anywhere else in the caribbean and this is a way out this is a way out of poverty this is a way out of uh, creating generational wealth then maybe your intensity and your training and the hours that you spend trying to get to that next level is taken a lot more seriously than uh, those Americans. So it doesn't surprise me. I mean, and you know, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I see this as, um, you know, any dominance in any sport. I mean, you know, you, 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 there's a ton of incredible basketball players coming out of Canada now and, and, and they're, and, and, and making it to the NBA. There's what 80 to hundred of them playing the NCAA at the NCAA uh, division one level. You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of work being put in. There's a lot of grassroots program that are here that are happening. So I see the same thing in baseball. I see the same thing in track and field. I mean, you know, you know, the same thing in, in golf, for instance. I mean, you, you know, so it doesn't surprise me that there are that that, you know, the, the dominance of of uh, of, of non-American players uh, in any sport is happening. It is a way out for everybody. You, you, you and I have talked about this many, many times uh, there, they, you know, you know, there's marathon runners from Finland and there's marathon runners from Africa. Right. You know, I mean, in in, in most cases, um, you know, to kind of get out of a, a terrible socioeconomic um, place, uh, it, that's for some athletes. And there's others that kind of take this for granted. Dusty Baker is 73. He's done basically everything in baseball. If he doesn't get into Cooperstown, something's wrong. To me, he's a first ballot hall. He'll get him. So he's the one that kind of brought this story to light, right. you know, being obviously a black manager himself. And right. if he does win the World Series, by the way, I think he'll become just the third mm-hmm. black manager to do so, if I'm not mistaken. Don't ask me who the other two are. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. But I, I do hate bringing up stats like that and not telling you who the other two are. But uh, anyways, I kind of feel your vision on this. Usually I like to argue your point. Right. Argumentative right. is better podcasting. <laughs> Maybe. But challenging not uh, yeah arguing. you know but, but yeah. i mean i kind of agree with you i mean this just means that athletes are challenging you know challenging their energies in other directions so i mean there are so many sports out there i mean to me it's kind of a, a quirky thing i don't know if it's troublesome because not like there's no black players in baseball they just didn't happen to be on either one of these teams true true you know? uh, and, and again here's the thing that we have to look at when you look like for instance if you're looking at brawny James, LeBron's son, right? right. He's playing, uh, you know, at a, an extremely high level, but he his competitor is not necessarily the team that he's playing against uh, in LA or wherever he's playing or in, in in Arizona. I mean, the best players are measured uh, across the world, so you can have someone in Senegal or in Cameroon or in the Caribbean. Or in in or in Russia or in Brazil, I mean, you you can have a basketball player, his age, that is competing against him, right? And so, uh, with sports, 
a lot of this is widespread and that's that's really what it I, I was, what, th- that's what it is that we must address uh, so i'm never really concerned when um when any one country really is dominant in anything because uh the hard work and the heavy lifting is being done around the globe and that's why you have to appreciate uh you have to appreciate the people that are coming i mean uh, that are coming out the the the, the newest big, biggest best basketball player uh is coming out of france you know right. what i mean you know so i mean you know there might be a day that we see um we see a nba finals and there might not be uh, one american born um one American born player in in the final. So yeah, so so yeah, the baseball thing doesn't really doesn't really bother me. Uh, and I th- I actually think it's quite good just because you know, these kids now understand that you've got to put in your 10,000 hours because someone else is putting in 20,000 hours with less equipment, um, you know, uh, less facility and they're coming at you. You know, so I, I love it. Yeah, and, and by the way, Ciro Gaston, geez, I mean, being a Toronto guy, I mean, come on, there's a brother who won the World Series. I want to say maybe uh, Dave Roberts. How can you forget? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something's right under your nose sometimes. That's right, man. It's all right. Sometimes you just, yeah, you let it slip. But yeah, but you know what? I mean, you look at baseball for years, and we can move on in a bit here, but for, for years you look at baseball, and it's not a sport you need a lot of equipment for, right? And, right. and you brought that up. You just get a glove. You get a ball. You're good to go. Right. It, track and field, get some spikes. Right. You know, you don't need any particular type of uniform. Like I understand now with the analytics technology, people are wearing certain suits, you know, more aerodynamic, whether you're running or swimming, whatever. Right. But baseball is a sport. You don't need a lot of money to, to get involved. Not like hockey where the equipment itself True. costs, you know, a ton of money and there's a ton of it, right? Well, well you can't, you can't, yeah, to, you can't, in, in baseball is hand-eye coordination. And certainly yeah. you can always find a stick anywhere in the world and you always can find something that there's a kid that is trying to hit that object coming towards them uh with that stick so hand-eye coordination track and field i mean hey there are places and pockets around the world that that these kids don't even have shoes so it doesn't even matter you know at the end of the day can you you, you put one foot in front of the other and and you kind of get in there i mean when you obviously when you learn at the highest level in any one of these sports yeah. uh, which obviously a lot of you know, these uh, major leagues, uh, major organizations are investing in kids across the world. When you get the high, when you get kids from the highest level, uh, when they get support from the highest level and, and they are, and, and they are focused and they're putting in the work. Uh, yeah. Usually the result is that they end up in the world series or the Olympic finals uh, or the NBA finals, you know, or, or wherever. <clears throat> Our bet, by the way, you were, Pretty firm last week, making me sound like I'm crazy. Right. And I know you still feel that way. Crazy to pick in Philadelphia. We got kind of lucky in the opener. Houston should have won that game. Really? They're up 5 nothing. Right. Phillies came back to win in extras. Great okay. ball game. So, so by the way, uh, uh, yes, my, my, my bets, th- I said they're going to win one. And that's, that's what I said to you. All right. Okay. And, and I, so yeah. it's done now, basically. Well, it, yeah, of course the series is done. I mean, you were lucky to have it. It, sh- it actually should be 3 nothing now. Uh, you know, except the weather yesterday, uh, it wow. should be it should be three nothing. The first you were gonna beat them down in the rain, were you? All the, right, the, fir- the first game was five nothing. Come on, I, I don't know what those guys were were thinking, but my God, they they let them come back. But it's not gonna happen again. All right, fair enough. Let's move on. Let's talk a little basketball. The season nicely <clears throat> underway. It seems like more off court news is taking uh, you know you know more relevance than the actual season itself. But we'll, we'll talk about, obviously, on-court to throughout, you know, 
the remainder of the year and into 2023 as well. But right. as we all know, Phoenix in a situation to sell the Suns, various people are, you know, stepping forward saying they're at least interested. Right. One of the more, you know, popular names, interesting names to surface as part of a potential purchasing group, mm. Barack Obama. I think that's amazing. Could I you think, imagine? Oh, I can. I, I wow. actually, I, no, no, I actually can because uh, everyone knows that the, um, that the former president is a huge basketball fan, mm-hmm. uh, basketball player, loves the sport, very passionate about it. So the fact that his name popped up as being part of an ownership consortium that's going to put together a deal to buy this would be fantastic. I, you know what? I, I, I think that like LeBron putting something together would be great also. If they got together, it would be good. If Oprah got in there and Tyler Perry and all of that. But I think that Barack Obama owning a basketball team would be great. Uh, you know, he's this is an incredible trailblazer. Uh, you know, the first president, one of the best presidents in the history of the United States. Um, you know, um, obviously we're not going to get into a political discussion because, you know, our political points might vary. Uh, but I think that him uh, owning a basketball team would probably remind me a little bit of Mark, Mark Cuban. I, I love Mark Cuban as an owner. I, I, I love him as an entrepreneur. Right. And, and, and I think that uh, Barack Obama has done, done an incredible job with his branding. You know he's a good guy. Uh, you know he's in it um, and passionately to win. Uh, you can literally see him at every game. Like, like I, I can envision him um, at every game, you know, meeting fans or doing whatever he's doing. Uh, yeah, so I, I love that idea, dude. I, I think it would be amazing that, uh, that, that he's part of something. Uh, and, and also, it would add a little color to the ownership group. Yeah, Can this actually happen, or is this just kind of a, you know, uh, I don't want to say posturing. I don't want to say it's just kind of teasing people, but is this legit, you think, or is this just I don't think just- it matters, dude. Seriously, okay. I, I don't think it matters. I, you know what, you know, what, what? What's good about all this stuff is that we're having a conversation about it. And, that's, and, and to me, that's, that, that's as important as owning. And first of all, right. I want him to do it. Let me get that straight. I want him uh, to, I want that consortium to get together and, 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 and put a, an incredible bid and, and get the team. But I think, Jason, the fact that we're talking about it is great. The fact that there are kids today that 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 are, are looking at aspiring to be incredible entrepreneurs and taking companies public or becoming presidents of the United States or presidents of countries, uh, making a ton of dough and then go and be a big kid, because that's what you eventually be. You come, you come in, you own the thing, so you're now the big kid that owns the sandbox. And and so the fact that we're talking about it is as important as him doing it. And I want to see him do it. Yeah. Well, I mean. It's pretty cool that Charles Barkley is also apparently part of that ownership. Of course. We know all the problems going on with Robert Sarver, and and he's got to get rid of the Phoenix teams, the Suns, and and the Mercury of the WNBA. But um, if this could somehow come to fruition, I mean, great all around, like you said. Great all around. I mean, to me, it's a distinct possibility. Obviously, we're going to get more on this as uh, time continues to uh, move forward. But, man, oh, man, this is something that I wouldn't have expected. I mean, to get black ownership, yeah, okay, but I didn't think Barack would be interested. But yeah, this is good. Uh, I, but again, I can see it. I mean, yeah. th- this is the guy that refurbished. He got to he got to the White House, and and the first the first rule of thumb was to refurbish the basketball court. Come on, man! Come on, man! That's something I would do. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. And, and that's pretty and, cool. Yeah, so I mean, so the fact is that he's in it, and and, and he's got a 
he's got a you know a group of boys that he balls with still that are all you know high net worth people uh, and they certainly can put together an, an incredible group and and uh, hope he can do it and get it done and I see him on the sidelines or in the owners box like I said he reminds me a little bit of someone like Mark Cuban Mark Cuban who, who would be like I love I just love Mark Cuban as the owner of a of a basketball team you know that he's in it you know that he is like he's all about it. A lot of these owners, you never hear of them. You never see them, and it right. doesn't even matter. Exactly. And, and that's actually that's what I'm saying to you. There. The energy that someone like Barack, that 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 Obama would bring uh, is different, and and the energy would be similar to me. Would be somewhat similar to something like Mark Cuban. All right, <clears throat> fair enough. Charles Barkley, by the way, said if Obama calls, hell yeah, I, I, I'm there. I'm part of it. So, and Monty Williams, the head coach of the Phoenix Suns, also very excited about the proposition to be. Continued, And by the way, Dave Roberts is the other black manager. More recently, a couple of years ago, with the LA Dodgers right. winning, right? So Dave Roberts, Cito Gaston are the two black managers. a boy, stats man. Dusty is Love bugging it. me. I just hate <laughs> when you're watching something on TV and they're like, that's the fourth person to do it. And okay, well, who were the other three? Right. And, and they don't tell you, right? right? It's one thing if they said that was the 18th guy. Well, then hell, I don't care about the other 17. Right. right. But when you give that's me a, a smaller number... Give me the people. So there you go. Dave Roberts, Good man. Cito Good Gaston. Man. Now we can move on. On the court quickly... I mean, it's been ugly for the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, a storied franchise, their ownership group, we know that, you know, that's not changing. The buses have got control. We, we know that. Magic's got it locked down with the whole group. We, we get that. Right. But my goodness, the last team in the NBA to win a regular season game. Who could have expected that? It's early, man. I know it's, it's early, early but it's, it's early. I, mean, the, the, I know. The, you're right. This madness that this is news about what, an, what listen, okay. 30 games in, let's have a discussion. You know right. what I mean? Like, in, well, uh, People are saying already they should be making trades, well, giving up those draft picks they got. Well, that's, what, that's what's awesome about passionate fans and passionate loyal fans. I mean, at the end of the day, um, it, it's too early. It, it's too early. You can't throw in the towel after, what, six games, seven games? You can't, yeah, it's early. You're you can't, right. You can't throw in the but towel. But it, it's fun to talk about them doing that badly. <laughs> well, I mean, it, the expectations. Being a I mean, jazz fan. So, right. Yeah. Well, hang on. Because of... Because of the, uh, the 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 team that's that that's that's on the court, I guess the amount of money they've spent, LeBron's leadership, mm-hmm. uh, that's why it's news. But but I mean, it's it's not real news, is it? I mean, it's it's in yeah in yeah in, in, in this could actually change in in a month. Like next month, we're sitting there going, man, you see the Lakers, they're five hundred now. They've won every game. You know, so and then and then the narrative changes again. So it doesn't really matter. I don't I don't think the Lakers is news right now. I mean, I, I think. Well, that, you're right about that. They're not news right now. <laughs> okay, they, yeah, they're not news. I mean, you know, if if we're gonna talk about anyone be news, I mean, I I love the I love what Cleveland's doing. I love the fact the fact that Donovan Mitchell's gone too. Um, what about his ex team, right. the Jazz? Well, the Jazz is doing okay. I mean, Donovan Mitchell's <laughs> gone. Rudy Gobert's gone. Right. Um, Bogdanovich is gone. Uh, Joe Ingles is gone. Everybody's gone. Like Appar- apparently, need, they needed to get rid of all those guys to become a better team. Well, let, let's just take a look <laughs> at the standings, and I can tell you, Milwaukee's the best team in basketball. Oh six yeah, and oh. yeah, yeah. The Utah Jazz are six and two. That's that's okay. That's a hell of a start. Yeah, that's not bad. Considering what? they don't have anybody, they sold the whole damn team so quickly. Is this proving kind of like the Raptors where you're kind of better off sometimes without that superstar? That way you play as a team, as a unit, 
and don't have to worry about giving that ball to that one superstar. Team cohesiveness is the number one thing. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, I'm with you're, you. You're, 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 I mean, you, you know, you're, it's nice to have those stars, though. But you're right. Well, listen, you 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 need some. You, you're going to always need someone to knock it down. You're going to need someone to, that that can penetrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, ultimately, it's team cohesiveness. So if you if you can't move the ball around and put it in the hoop, then it's done. Damn, I hate this. I don't like November so far because I'm agreeing with you too much. Ah, that's okay, man. My gosh. You missed me. It's all right. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. did. It, it is It is nice having you back to my right. I, yeah. I do appreciate that. But, you're, you know, you're right. I mean, hey, Raptors were not going to win without Kawhi. Right. But Kawhi was not going to win without Freddie. That's without right. Pascal. 100%. And the other guys, right? right. Serge, I mean, whatever but, else. But I'm saying, it's but, but here's the thing. It's not even just... It, like when we, when you think of the Raptors winning the NBA championships, it wasn't. And I, I mean, I speak about this quite often. Um, it wasn't just the people on the court. I mean, they had they had such incredible support from top to bottom, right to left, right. right. Uh, you know, so so the team that was on the court could go there and play comfortable, comfortably, knowing that they could uh, that they would win and they could take all the chances in the world and still get the support. Right. Yeah, and, and that's you're right because I mean. You, you have to have everybody playing that certain role. I spoke of Search, Mark, uh, you know, Danny Green, I know for a while there was a bit of a something. He should have dropped in three. It, it list goes on and on and on. But, okay, well, I'm going to mark this show down, and you telling me the Lakers are not in trouble because I vehemently I didn't disagree. Say that, I didn't say they're not in trouble. I just said it's, it's not too a story early. today. <laughs> okay. Okay, fair enough. What is a story today and was a story last time we talked? And I know that uh, technology wasn't the greatest, but uh, Yeezy, Yay, Mr. West, whatever you want to call Kanye. Man, oh man. He just seems to, I don't want to say find trouble, but, but he finds trouble. I mean, find trouble. <laughs> or, does, or does trouble find him? I don't know, because we, we kind of address the anti Semitic comments that he's made, and all of a sudden, you know, he's just losing everything. People around him, his camp, his sponsorship. Just, it's just not good. So I didn't, you know, purposely. You know, bring this up again, but in a way I did because I didn't get your take on it. I know we, we kind of had you in and out, but right. what's your take on this whole situation? Well, I mean, we were having a conversation last week, and then and then today's taping, uh, Jason, he's $2 billion poorer, you know? I so, wish I could be $2 billion poorer because that means at one point in time I had $2 damn billion. <laughs> you know what? I, wow. I, I don't know. Clearly, I'm not going to. Okay, well, so, so, so here's my take. The first thing... I mean, I know he said a bunch of stupid things. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I do agree with him uh, on. He said okay. he, he was talking about not to believe all media. I think it's very important to probably address that. And that alone, right? I mean, I think it's very important for all of us to read and to listen to and then form our own opinion in whatever it is that you want to do. That's just my personal take on okay. it. But he's saying some stupid things and he's doing some stupid things. I mean, I don't know why he feels that he needs to. Um, well, I, I don't know why he would shoot himself in the foot with a relationship with a you know global sports brand and also six or seven or eight other brands. I don't, I don't understand where he's, gen- he's generating income from. I don't understand what his take is on it. I don't understand if it's, um, if it's a mental issue or he knows something that, and he's going to be a genius. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, like, like some of this, like him saying anything anti-Semitic is crazy. You can't, you, you just can't, it, you can't call someone the N-word and you can't, you, you just can't be a racist, bro. You just can't. You know what I mean? Yep. Right? And, and so I don't understand where he's coming from. And I was watching a clip of 
Pete Davidson roasting him. And I think Pete Davidson said, just take your breads, just, just take your meds, bro. Right. And, 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 uh, you know, maybe that's just it. Maybe he needs, maybe he needs someone is in a circle to, to who's honest. I, I think that as someone who's been in the public eye for a very long time. Yeah. One of the things that I cherish and I value are really, really close friends of mine who can always have an honest conversation. And I'm hoping that he has at least one or two or three people in his circle that he can have a real honest conversation about life, about facts, about reality. You know, I, I, I mean, he's a dad, man. Like more, you know what I mean? He's like, he's a, you and, my, you and I are both fathers. You know what I mean? So there's gotta be some, so, there's, there's gotta be someone that, that, that can have that conversation. I mean, and, and I mean, you, 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 you've seen this with many, many um, superstars, uh, whether it's athletes or musicians or actors or whatever around the world where, you know, you start believing your own craziness, right? But I, I, again, it's always important to have that, that tiny circle where your boys or your brethren or whoever it is can be completely and totally honest with you about what it is that you're doing and what it is that you're saying. And, and again, if you, have a, if you have a point and it makes sense, respect, no problem. But if you're just going around doing crazy stuff, man, that's not good. No. And you know what? Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. 100. Right or wrong. It's your opinion. You're entitled to it, but you just can't always express it. Sometimes it's just better to say nothing. And the amount of money he's losing, the popularity, the talent agency, the sponsorship, this and that. And, and he's not the only one. I mean, you know, a little bit more recently... Kyrie Irving has come out and there's some anti-Semitic messages there from him as well. And he's in trouble now with, you know, the Brooklyn Nets. And many are saying you got to deal him now because he's another guy that always seems to be in the headlines for the wrong reasons. And he's a hell of a baller. Kyrie, I mean, hell of a baller. Kyrie is an incredible basketball player. Last year it was the vaccination stuff, right? Yeah. And, and Uh, no, but his opinion. Hang on one second. Yeah. yeah, the, The, yeah, the the the, vac- the the vaccine thing. I mean, if you had a point, if you if he's saying, "Hey, I don't want to do it because, you know, of civil rights or or my own body or whatever," yeah, n- no problem. And I mean, but but when you you know, when you kind of cross the street and you're getting into uh, this different kind of thing, um, you know, you are going to be subjected to criticism because the people with the pen and the paper or the or the or the computer screens in front of them that are writing articles and reporting on you you know why they're reporting on you man because you play basketball and you haven't brought a championship back and you know what i mean so so mm-hmm. and 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 so you know for, for me in sport uh i've always said that when i was competing in sport you can criticize me about anything right in my sport because I'm not constructive. Gonna, I'm not going to allow you, but I'm not going to allow you anywhere else. Right. You don't necessarily need to know my political opinion. You don't necessarily need to know anything, you know, about my family. You know, what you can do is tell me all the good things or the bad things that I'm doing on my field of play, and, and maybe, maybe, that's what Kyrie should do. Well, Kyrie is quoted as saying, "He is not going to stand down on anything he believes in." Cool. And this is after he was condemned by the owner of his NBA team for tweeting a link to that documentary deemed to be anti-Semitic. So we all have our own beliefs. We all have our own thoughts. But sometimes when the person who's putting that pen to paper with your checks, when they speak, sometimes, hey, you got to listen. Well, you, well, you, you know do. what I mean? Well, well, Jason, again, you and I talk about this all the time. 
Uh, I only learn by listening. I read. Never hurts to listen. Right? And and I'm I'm a constant student. So at the end of the day, that's how I do it. it. Might not be him. That might not might not work for him, or anybody else for that, or whomever else it doesn't work for. But uh, I learn by listening. I can learn about someone, uh, who they are, their characteristics, their culture by actually listening. And 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 anytime I speak, I hope that whomever it is, whomever it is that that lends me an ear, they can learn something about me. That's kind of how the world, I, I would want the world to be. All right. And I already know this, but for those of you out there who don't, this man is something else. Because the last thing he wanted to do was talk about anything. I mean, anything <laughs> basketball related. <laughs> after he broke up him knee, after he hurt himself last <laughs> oh, night. Man. So, yeah, good on you. Let's run that anchor leg. And right now, his knee is... Burning. But he's all good. He's all good. So you are a good man. I appreciate you doing that. Let's begin the anchor leg with some basketball. Yes, we're talking more basketball. I got to get your quick take. I mean, scoring is up huge in the league. Teams averaging 115 points a damn game. Recently, last night, we saw Scotty Barnes with a career high five threes. He's a big man. Do you like this new style of basketball where big men do not play with their back to the basket like they should be? Well, big men are not playing with their back to the basketball now. Every single person, whether you're, you know, I was going to say five foot two. Easy. But, yeah, but, Easy. <laughs> but, but listen, whether it's you're good. six five or seven five, okay. it, se- it seemed that the game is or faster. Five, yeah. okay. Or five five. Yeah. Okay. It seemed, I don't know, Muggsy's not in the league anymore. All right. um, <laughs> they, you know what? It seems that the game is faster. And, and, of course, these kids are bigger, stronger, and faster. So the expectations are that the, the, there's, if, you're, if you're lighting it up from the three-point line, then, then the scores are going to get higher. Do you like this brand of basketball? Do you miss the guys with their back to the basket, the Patrick Ewings, Akeem Olajuwon, Tim Duncan, like those guys, Robert Parrish? I, I loved that basketball because that's the basketball I play. Right. However, I, I, I liked like the John Morants who are an athlete in the NBA uh, because that's actually my personal style of basketball. But I do. I'm still a basketball fan. You know, some of the touch fouls are a little soft. Uh, yeah. but, but other than that, I mean, you know what? It, listen, I'm a basketball fan. And, and ultimately, if the game is evolving, then I will evolve as a fan. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. By the way, the Raptors, 44 points in the fourth quarter in that win over Sweet. Atlanta. That is crazy. Uh, let's get a little bit of Halloween in. We know it's past, but just quickly, Kim Kardashian, pretty cool. She showed up at a party thinking it was a costume party. She dressed up as Mystique, and uh, they, they say a picture's worth a 1,000 words. Well, this is worth like 10,000 words, or maybe a million. I mean, it, she looks pretty good. Anyways, if you could show up in a Halloween costume, and I know you don't believe in those things, but what would it be? What would you uh, show well, up as? Black Panther, bro. All right. That's simple. Simple. Wow. I like it. Yeah. Let's just move on. Uh, I, I, I don't. I'm not a Halloween guy, so I won't even talk about that. <laughs> um, YouTuber Jake Paul recently in a sanctioned boxing event against Anderson Silva. First of all, let, let's attack the word sanctioned because w- what was your thought on the fight? Paul got the win. Did you enjoy the fight? Was it a joke? What's going on here? You know what I, I man, like I, I don't know I, don't, I actually don't know how to take this anymore because you know this was when he started this, it was a sideshow, right uh, but he's you know he's fought a couple of he's part there's a, there's a kind of athlete that he wants to fight, 
there's a kind of athletes from the UFC. I mean, you know, Nate Robinson wasn't a boxer. Nate Robinson no. basically was doing WWE. Like he ran and jumped at him and he got knocked out, right? Everyone else, it's, it's like the same style of boxing. However, this guy's a massive um, following uh, on, uh, on social media. And, and so ultimately, if you've got 20, 30 million people following you and you can fill a stadium of 20 or 50,000 people, then you've got a million pay-per-view buys at $90 uh, you know, per head. This is a lot of money this kid is making. So again, is either he's making this a farce and making the UFC and boxing look stupid by, by creating incredible wealth for himself and the boxes that he's fighting, or he's a genius. Or he'll be the next guy. He'll be the next Don King or the next Eddie Hearn. Like yeah. he, like he, like I'm saying to you that he's doing stuff. Like I mean, when you look at even what Floyd Mayweather is doing, Floyd Mayweather is apparently retired. He's fighting a bunch of exhibition uh, matches against um, YouTubers, against uh, social media yeah, stars. I don't like it, right? So I'm saying to you that this is not. I'm a boxing fan, right? And so. This is probably this. This is not what I want to go see, or this is not what uh, you know. I'm 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 gonna spend my pay per view money on. But I have to say, it draw it, it like there's this massive attraction that allows me to go. Oh man, hold on. Yep, they're fighting. Let me see what what happens here. I did not know that. I I thought that Anderson Silva was gonna beat him. Let me tell you this. I but, but Anderson, he's a UFC guy. But Anderson Silva is also. If you could for, kick him, yeah, I agree. Well, that would be nice. If for okay, he's a forty-seven-year-old guy, but I mean, he still got like I watched the fight, and 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 Anderson got him, but Anderson still boxing him as 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 Anderson's a kickboxer, jujitsu guy, jujitsu, um, you know, uh, and and several other fighting styles that he have. So I don't know if Anderson's strong suit is actually just the sweet science of boxing, uh, but Jake Jake knocked him down. Uh, and and Jake ended up winning the winning the fight, but now and now he's calling out Nate Diaz, and uh, there's someone else, you know. So I'm saying to you that, I mean, and Nate Diaz kind of fights that stiff, you know, you know, boxing thing. So 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 again, he knows what he's doing, man. Like he, he and he's making a bag of money doing it. And again, it might be a sideshow. It 100. But but. He, he's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, want no part of it. Give me Katie Taylor. I'd rather watch her fight. Katie Taylor then then watch those guys. Yeah, well she fought on the weekend too and and dude, you know, again, not just being a woman, but Katie Taylor is one of the best pound for pound boxers in the world, man. And 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 again, she put on a show. 100%. Let's talk a little golf. The live season is done, but my goodness, did they raise a lot of eyebrows over the summertime putting the heat on the PGA. Would you consider lives Inaugural season a success or just a, a one and done, a bit of a sideshow. Hundred percent success. Okay, hundred percent success. Yep. I, I told you this out the gate. I'm, uh, you know, as an athlete myself, I think that it is very important for athletes uh, to look at options uh, when they when their body is intact and they're healthy and they're young and they can play. Uh, you know, obviously the PGA, the PGA is, is going to have uh, the people that are loyal to them because. Uh, they were loyal because they've been loyal to the athletes, uh, but live backed by a you know major amount of money. Speaking of money, major amount of money uh, provides an option uh, for for these other golfers uh, to go out there and make and make make money, and the format works pretty well. 
And, uh, you know, I'm a fan. Last thing, Breeders' Cup weekend. So all eyes on Keeneland in Kentucky. 14 races, two days of action, $31 million up for grabs. Will you have a few shekels on some of these horses? I actually thought you said Raiders' Cup. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking the 80s, Marcus Allen, with oh, that turnaround against the Redskins. Uh, you know what? Yes, why not? Why not? I, and I don't know who I'm going to select yet, but, yes, I'm going to take a look. 14 uh, yeah, races. No, but for sure, mm. for sure, for sure. I mean, I, like, I, I think it's, again, as a fan of sport, just like you are, I think it's, it's very important to just look at and see if you can do something and, you know, roll the dice. You All never right. know. We have hit the wire. Appropriately enough, as we just went down the stretch on this edition of Donovan Bailey running things, as per usual, we appreciate the company. You know what to do. Like, share, follow, subscribe, download, be a part of this podcast. There are so many podcast providers out there. I'm Jason Portwondo. He is Donovan Bailey. Wrap wrap things up, brother. And as always, I am back at home in the studios. Uh, Stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next week.